right, y'all. It's day three of no power in my house and day two of help for anxious people, according to Paul. Uh, I do want to acknowledge something on the front end here that I know that I'm not saying all that there is to say about anxiety. Obviously, there's not room for that in the short podcast. Um, no doubt there's also a spectrum of how anxiety affects all of us. For some, it's a low-level anxiety just beneath the surface at all times. It's like a bed of fire ants. All it takes is for someone or something to kick off the top, and all of a sudden the little anxious ants begin running through our mind and through our body. But for others, anxiety is even deeper than that. It springs from trauma where it comes as a regular strain on our mental health. Of course, there's a place for counseling, uh, sometimes medicine where that's recommended from a physician. Again, so much more to say, and I'm not trying to shortchange anyone's experience with anxiety. But as we go through Philippians, I wanted to slow down and consider how Paul calls us believers to respond to our own anxiety, especially since he says, do not be anxious. He seems to know what he's talking about. So yesterday, uh, we said that Paul offers two remedies for anxious people in chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. Remedy 1, talk to God about our anxious fears. That's prayer, which we covered already. And today is remedy to listen to God, who meets us in the middle of our anxious fears. Paul writes in verse 8, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. There are many approaches to anxiety, and I think a lot of modern approaches would say that you need to empty your mind, whether that's through meditation practices, there are like thousands of apps out there for that, um, or through yoga, or through a long hike, or some time on the lake, that's all good and fine, and a lot of that sounds really nice right now. But notice Paul literally says the opposite here. He doesn't say you need to empty your minds in order to address your anxiety, but instead you need to fill them. We think we need to fill our pockets to feel less anxious. We need more money. Or we need to fill our calendars, fill our resumes, fill our notifications that someone out there somewhere is liking me. Paul says fill your minds. With what, Paul? He says, with whatever, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable. Fill your minds with whatever is excellent or worthy of praise. He says, think about these things. I'd encourage you to take a slow look at verse 8 later today and think about what's the opposite of each of those words. I would guess that most often we fill our minds with the opposite of what is true, what is honorable, what is pure. And it really affects the way that we think about ourselves, our lives, and the world around us. It affects the way that we think about God himself. So Paul says, if you want help for your anxious minds, talk to God and listen to what God has to say to you. Because where do we find the ultimate collection of what is true and honorable and lovely and worthy of praise? Of course, it's in the scriptures. Listen to God, how he meets his people and their anxious fears throughout the Old Testament. How he speaks to us in the Psalms. 
how he has spoken to us ultimately and finally in his Son, the living Word who gives us the words of life, who is himself the Word of life. He speaks, he comforts, he confronts. God has spoken to us ultimately in his Son. He's with us in our fears. Fill your minds with these truths, Paul says, and your heart will be filled with the peace of God. That is really good news for anxious people like you and me.